host, Tanner. What's up, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Late Tags. I'm your host, Tanner, and with me today is my special guest, Colt. Colt, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's a Monday. I'm off work today, so it's all about video games. That yeah, you know, I forgot how just how few people get the quote unquote holiday today. But it's it's very funny that like so like we went to we ate breakfast at Arby's. We went through the drive through at Arby's <laughs> for breakfast. Isn't it Lee Erickson Day or, or is that last? Was that during the weekend? That was during the weekend, also not a real holiday. I or not here, anyways. Today is like, well, now it's like, uh, like National Indigenous Peoples Day. Oh, okay. but it's not like a federal holiday. The federal recognized holiday is Christopher Columbus Day. Yeah, which is poopy, but and stupid. But I just knew I had a day off. Not exactly why, but yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, there's a t- there's so many like random like holidays like people get off for now like this day what is that president's day and it's so funny they're all chalked into like the last four months of the year yeah like there's There's no federal thing that's nothing in the middle of the year there's nothing there yeah you get nothing from president's day to memorial day so that's like mid-february till literally the last weekend of may you get nothing like I mean, if you if you if you're like school age or like college age, you get spring break. But even like then, you get you get nothing but spring break. But like if you work and you get federal holidays off, you get nothing in between like two and a half months of just five days a week. It's it's awful. It's that grind, baby. You gotta love it. Yeah, gotta 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 love it. Uh, but yeah, speaking of video games, so this is I guess a, a little bit different episode of the late takes like this i'm not like here to interview colt i mean one day i guess colt and i will do like a proper episode of this i guess but this is i really wanted to hear colt's thoughts on the halo infinite uh play what did they actually call it i know they didn't call it just beta what did they call it like technical play test yeah i think it was just called like a play test or something like that uh it, it was uh something to get started, I'll go ahead and say that you had to join their insiders program, which was pretty easy. You just sign up. I did it months ago because I wanted to get into the first playtest, but I didn't make it. And uh, this time around, I did. And uh, you had to download an app on the Xbox, and then you had to download the actual playtest app, which it took me way longer than necessary to get to, but I was glad I did in the end. I almost gave up and said, you know what? I'll just wait for the final release. This is too frustrating uh but i got to it see that was me with like so so i've completely forgot to sign up for halo waypoint and i'm pretty sure i sent you the link sent you and the link to i was like oh sign if you sign up for it you'll get into the because they guaranteed people getting into the play test well a bunch of people didn't get in the first weekend but i guess everybody that did do it got in the second weekend and i i was like begging people i was like please like you got to get me into this play test but then i like dug a little deeper and like what you're talking about like the process to actually get into the play test was not as simple as like oh yeah just download the halo beta client 
on your Xbox and you can play it. Like it's it was a whole process. Like you had to download like multiple apps and like again sign up for a a newsletter essentially. And I it, it sounded like more than I was willing to deal with. So I was like, you know what? I'll wait for Halo. <laughs> I mean, it's usually way more than I'm willing to deal with. I, I'm usually like pre-order is the most I'll do. Yeah. If I know I'm gonna get the game, and then I'll play the beta if I pre-order it. Uh, usually, I now I just wait for the open beta weekend because they usually come. But for Halo, I don't think there's gonna be open one. Is there? Uh, if there is, it's got to be pretty soon. The game comes out in less than two months, so it'd have to be like in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I haven't seen anything other than the playtest info, so I. You know what they should do is do an open beta weekend that weekend after the Xbox comes out. That's true. That'd be a great time. That would be a great time because I bet a bunch of people, which the Xbox comes out on the 12th. So actually don't do it that immediate weekend. Do it the next weekend because the wedding's that weekend. I will not be able to play it. So do it the next weekend. Um, But yeah, with the new Xbox coming out, you would think. I, I thought it was weird that the Xbox came out a couple of weeks before the game. Yeah, I feel like that's like the common practice for like these special themed Xboxes. They want to release them a little bit ahead of time so that whoever owns it can set it up and like just have it be ready for launch. And uh, it's also releasing at a time frame that it has an Xbox's other big game of the year, which was uh, Forza Horizon 5. It comes out on the 8th of November. Yeah, so I guess it does come out, which also has a special controller, which I also have. Uh, well, I don't have it pre-ordered. Santa Claus is getting it for me for Christmas, but <laughs> that controller looks really good. Did you, Speaking of controllers real quick, did you see the 20th anniversary of Xbox controller? No. Oh, it, it it's a little plain Jane. I think it's like black and green, but I believe the black is like the clear black. So you can see in the, the controller. Okay, now I got to see it. It's not near, I, I believe, don't, because I couldn't really tell from the pictures I was looking at, but I don't think it's as cool as the PlayStation 20th anniversary controller. Ooh, I just saw the Forza one. I, uh, uh, it, you know what? It does look cool. It does. What, the Forza one or the 20th anniversary one? Both of them, but Forza looks way better. It's the oh, yeah. controller, I lo- but with blood clots, and I love it. Yeah, the, the Forza one looks really cool. I'm really excited to get it. And it's sold. You can't get that anywhere now. Like, it's that I've never seen a con. Well, I mean, I guess it does sell out. And they did say it's limited edition. And since I think it's tied to a game, it probably will actually be like not available forever. Like a lot of quote unquote limited edition controllers. Cause you know, like every controller Xbox has out right now is like limited edition. Yeah. But nobody knows what is what. So. It's funny. But Cole, I want to hear your impressions on what did you actually think about Halo Infinite, like playing it? All right, I can do that. Uh, I'm someone that hasn't played Halo pretty much until this year. I got my Xbox over the summer, and I binged all the Halo games. I played every single one's campaign, so I, I had no experience with multiplayer. This was the first little bit of multiplayer I've ever played, and I gotta say, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's different coming from like games like Call of Duty with the fast time to kill and just how quick it is. Uh, Halo feels a lot slower and it feels yeah. more meaningful in the way you have to like aim or have your shots planned out. Mm-hmm. It, it's just it's a lot. It's a slowdown moment for me, but I'm really, really enjoy or I really enjoyed the playtest. 
uh, specifically uh, the weapons. The weapons, they felt so good. The starting pistol, I saw some people complaining about it, but I actually really liked it. You can mess people up with that thing. You can, you'll always hear people complain about the pistol because it does no pistol that will ever be in a Halo game ever again will compare to the Halo 1 pistol because it was so overpowered. Like you could kill anybody in two shots with that pistol. Yeah, but that, that pistol is really good in the campaign. I will say that. Yeah, but Halo usually does a pretty good job with pistols. And I did see some like of the pistol gameplay and it looked like pretty, pretty, pretty decent. It's not usually my type of gun, but it looked okay. And then they had their uh, there's new guns that I haven't seen in any other Halo game. Uh, it's a slower but more powerful assault rifle. I don't mm-hmm. know what to call it. It's not a battle rifle. I I don't know these names. They're all new to me. Uh, that's really good. And then the uh, Needler. This is probably my favorite version of the Needler. That thing is a monster. If I have a Needler, I do not die until I'm out of <laughs> ammo. Yeah. It's just a monster of a gun. So, like, I I agree with you where Halo, I don't want to call it methodical because that makes it sound way more serious than it is. But Halo is, like, a lot more methodical than, like, a Call of Duty. Where I feel like in Call of Duty, you can kind of get away with, like, running and gunning. And, like, you do pretty decent. Like, so as long as, like, your reflexes are okay. Whereas in Halo, like, that doesn't really... There's so much more going on in Halo... Uh, it, it's not a close combat game. No, it's a more so. You gotta be careful where you're walking because somebody will be across the map, shooting at you, pl- plucking you off. Just, I don't know how they do it. It's insane how they just take me down so quickly. Well, it takes me forever to get one kill. Yeah, it, especially too like. So like I I, I saw. I think my favorite thing from the playtest was seeing all the grapple hook videos. Yeah. Uh, I saw one um, grapple hook video. I, what was somebody in? I think you may be sent it. Somebody was in a, not a scorpion. Oh my God. Not a pelican. It was, it was in a flying vehicle. It might've even been a new one. I don't remember, but somebody grapple hooked onto the vehicle, like in mid air while the vehicle is taking flight. And like, got the vehicle like stole it from the other player i was like oh okay so this halo is like a little goofy because you can't really have like halo 3 was like really goofy multiplayer and like halo reach you know was like goofy in and of itself but like halo 4 and halo 5 the multiplayer was not like it was too overly serious it was trying to like call of duty itself yeah, which I get. I know Call of Duty can be goofy, but not really in the multiplayer. You don't really you get that in like Warzone and Zombies. You don't really get it in like straight up multiplayer. Where like Halo multiplayer is always a little goofy because you're able to do stupid stuff. And four and five really took that out. But as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, so Halo's like back. Okay, that's good. Um, and it, God, the game. I'm so glad they took the extra time with it. Yeah, because visually it looks absolutely amazing. Yeah, like they needed I, that year to polish it. Yeah, and it's been and like okay, so I was in the camp where last year I did not think it looked awful by any means. I did not think the game looked near as ugly as people thought. I th- think some people were a little like, oh, so this is like your next gen Halo experience, and it was that. Yeah, I was I'm with you there. I thought it looked fine. Yeah, I didn't think it looked uh, ugly. I didn't think it looked amazing. I thought it looked 
fun. If I I didn't care about graphics, I just thought yeah. it looked like the gameplay was fun. Yeah, because Halo's never been about graphics. Like Halo has never been the best looking game to come out in any in any of the years it's come out in. Like even when Halo Three came out in 07, it was not the best looking game of two thousand seven. It was just a great game, but if, and like it looked good. But it wasn't like, oh, I can't believe Halo is just like on the forefront of like graphics. Like, you this say is awesome. That, but it, like, uh, I know they probably messed with it for the Master Chief collection, mm-hmm. but uh, it still looks pretty good. Yeah. It, no, it looks good. I, yeah. I'm not saying it looked ugly. I'm just saying it was, it, it was never like, Halo was never like the prettiest game ever. Yeah. Like, I think the only game that ever came close to just, like, being on the forefront was, like, Halo Reach when it came out. Like, I think it looked pretty, like, it's probably the best-looking Halo for when it came out. But, like, Infinite really seems like, and and that's what I thought when I first saw that video. I was like, uh, it's Halo. It's not the prettiest game, but as long as it's Halo, who cares? But now, like, seeing those videos that came out over the last two weekends or two weekends ago, I was like, oh, okay, it looks... It looks good. I'm I'm super excited for it. Like I've I've been like I've really wanted to find the time to go back and like replay the Halos just to like not necessarily refresh myself, but just to like get the feel of it. Because playing Halo is like just a totally different experience than playing any other game. Like you have to be in Halo mode. So I I, I really want to play them, but. I am really excited for the new game. I mean, I'm getting the Xbox. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> like I'm pretty excited for it. And th- but there's not, and you can probably attest because you play a lot of FPSs. Like Halo is definitely it just has a different feel than any other game in the space. It it really does. I, it's different, but I really like it still. I'm looking forward to it. The only thing that I can really put input on. For it to change is uh make the grapple hook instead of having like two uses when you pick it up off the ground i feel like it should be something that if you wanted to you can have it connected to your character like a class creation thing but not necessarily class creation because that's not halo halo doesn't have class classes uh but the, the grappling hook it just feels like oh it's so awesome when you have it uh mm-hmm. but it goes away so quickly you only have two uses yeah and then it's gone um, so h- how many like maps were in the playtest? Was it just because all the same videos I saw were like two maps? Was it just two maps or did they have like a whole sleuth of them? Uh, I was only able to play on the two different maps, so I do not know. I think it was only two, maybe it was a like a, a bazaar area, like where you shop and stuff and mm-hmm. a desert structure, halo structure. I can't remember the map names, but they were both really fun maps. The bizarre one was a close quarters map was pretty fun. Mm -hmm. And the uh, desert structure thing was uh, I played capture the flag on it and it was really fun. It was only, it was one of the few times I actually enjoyed playing capture the flag. Yeah. I'm never halo capture. The flag is really the only time I've ever enjoyed playing capture the flag. Cause I, I guess it's a little, it's different then i or at least it was i don't know if it's this way but you literally captured the flag and had to take it to base versus like standing to capture a point which really feels like king of the hill um but i i don't know like I, i'm 
super excited. I'm excited for it. I am a little like, I don't want to say disappointed, but I am a little like, eh, that was whatever with like co-op campaign not coming till next year and yeah. forge not coming till next year. I'm just like, man, like that, that kind of sucks. But like seeing like everybody be pretty positive about the multiplayer coming out of the play test. And like, as long as they like hit good halo notes in the campaign, I've never hated a halo campaign. So like they would have to do a lot for me to hate a campaign. Um, Cause I'm just like, so invested in the world. Yeah. I, I like it will be enough to keep me interested because I played like the last Halo I really got into is Reach, but Halo 3, I played Halo 3 multiplayer for four years. I mean, so I don't know. I, I, I'm excited, but I'm really happy to hear people had a lot of fun with the playtest. I really wish I got into it though. Yeah, it's a blast. I will say of the three big multiplayer games that we have for this last half of 2021. It's my second place of uh, what I'm going to be playing a lot of. And uh, Call of Duty is sadly last, even though I've loved Call of Duty. I really do. It's just you went back to World War II. You dragged me out of it. I'm going to be playing Halo. And then the, the next game we're going to be talking for an undetermined amount of time. Uh, Battlefield. Battlefield uh, number one. Oh, my God. So I came home. I, I, I'm trying to even remember when the demo it started because EA access members got access to it two days early. But if you're on Game Pass Ultimate, you have EA access. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to download it. Which, by the way, and Cole, I know you can attest for this, way easier than all this mess you had to go through for Halos because I literally downloaded it and it was done. Like I could just play it. Yeah, that would have been nice uh, for Halo. I was like, why not just have it in the store? And like have it my access to it connected to my account. So if like I don't have the access to the beta, just say you don't have access. It's frustrating. And hold so I was playing on my Series S, which I plan on getting Battlefield for my PS5. But oh my god. <laughs> that the game is I don't even know how I want to describe it because it's on like I mean, it, it's Battlefield, like in, in its essence, it is still like same old Battlefield, but there is just so much like the weather and like, because the plate, the plate, correct me if I'm wrong, but I only ever played on one map. Yeah, I there's believe, only one map in the beta. Yeah. So, and I was like, I played like 12 matches. So I was like, okay, surely this is the only one, but you never know. Um, And like, just in that one map, you had the weather and you had like the rocket launch. It could do so many things. And it it was uh, 64 on 64. And it's just holy. I can't believe like. Because I remember a few years ago, like when like the consoles first could do 32 on 32. I was like, wow, that's a big deal. And then like yeah, it's just like bigger and the map is ginormous i mean the map is it's huge. huge and like that sounds scary to some people because they're thinking oh that means it's gonna be like terrible uh finding people it's gonna be way mm -hmm. too big that is not the case it's never no. been the case in battlefield no. i don't know how they do it but they space it to where it's super easy to find people i mean it also helps they got vehicles scattered out the whole map yeah 
everything about this map is amazing to me at least i really enjoy the rocket and then the i don't know if you got to a game with a tornado because the tornado is yes yeah I, I got into i think i played twice with games in the tornado yeah but getting into the tornado and like i, I actually watched the video you posted on your twitter like right before we started recording and like you're in the tornado and you just get thrown like essentially to the ceiling of the map yeah i didn't realize that that was like my second game on i was like oh tornado is already here i guess the uh, tornado is gonna be like a like a once per game thing no no uh, i played probably 40 games over the weekend and uh, i only had the tornado pop up uh twice yeah uh, it's a treat when it does pop up because yeah. uh, it has a random path that it takes on the map and uh, you can see it because it's a yellow line and if it goes no near the rocket it's easier to uh, whenever the rocket opens up and it's ready to launch to blow up the rocket creating even more levolution it's oh I love Battlefield so much it so I, I I was watching your video and you got thrown to like the ceiling of the map and you're just like sniping people. And it's so funny. Cause like I was waiting for you to hit like one shot because there's, there's no way you can like actually hit a shot because like battlefield, you actually do have to like take into like bullet drop. Yeah. Like more so than other games. I was like, if Colt manages to hit one shot from the ceiling of the map with a sniper, with these guys parachuting, I'm, I'm not going to play another video game this year. I'm just going to call it game of the year because <laughs> I don't know if anything can top that, but it, it's so fun too, because like you said, like the map, the map is gigantic. Like maybe the biggest map I've ever played on, like a non battle Royal. And I don't player. The biggest map in the game. They have, uh, I don't know if it's this map or any other maps that are new, but in the newer maps, they talk about how this is the biggest map in any multiplayer game or any first-person shooter game out there. It's it's going to be bigger than the biggest map in Battlefield Three and Four, and uh, that sounds absolutely insane to me. Yeah, because I mean, this map is huge, but I think too, like Battlefield's like spawning system really lends itself to like the big map. Cause you can like spawn on your teammate and sometimes you can like spawn in a helicopter or spawn on the back of a motorcycle or a four wheeler, or you can spawn here or spawn there. And like, there's so many different ways you can come back into the game and not even taking into account like the revival system. Yeah. Um, which, which I've, now everyone can revive, uh, but in yeah. past battlefields, you had to be a medic. Yeah, no longer the case, which is I understand uh, one of the biggest uh, angry points that people have when it comes to the 2042 is uh, they switch to a specialist like system where uh, in the beta they only had four: the medic type, uh, engineer, sniper, soldier. And uh, I kind of agree. I do not care for the specialists uh, mm -hmm. in the end. I realized I wasn't really using many of the specialist abilities. Uh, if anything, I was just using the equipment that you could have on any of the specialists. Yeah. Uh, if anything, I used the grappling hook specialist the most because it's a fucking grappling hook. Yeah. And uh, it's cool. Yeah. And battlefield with like, I'm just ready to see 
like some of the insane stuff people are going to be able to pull off, especially with like the random weather events and stuff like the rocket launch, which I, I don't think people knew that the rocket couldn't like the rocket didn't always take off because yeah. like that was it like the only big... does it like super, super late game. If yeah. it does it at all. And because that was like the big thing on Twitter, like after the first like day of the beta, someone was like, Oh, the rocket doesn't always launch. And it just creates like, I mean, this catastrophic explosion of, I mean, just, I mean, it's a rocket exploding, like in the middle of the map, like it pretty much de destroys the whole zone that it's in. I, I don't know. Battlefield just gets it so right. And I, I think too, especially because I know a big problem with Battlefield, a lot of people have the problem where they don't have campaigns anymore, which I guess Battlefield's campaigns have never been super. They've been military shooter campaign. Yeah, like they've. It's always they, been the multiplayer. That's their bread and butter. Yeah, so, I mean, same thing with. I know some people get like really into Call of Duty lore, but like Call of Duty campaigns are never to me like anything but like oh that was like a fun three hours, because that's how long. I mean, they're never like you know this. If you're buying a game like Battlefield or Call of Duty for the campaign, I really don't know what you're doing. Call um, of Duty's gotten different over the years. There has been years where the Call of Duty campaign, I still remember them clear as day because they impacted my brain so much and how good oh, I really thought the campaigns were. Like, I really enjoyed Advanced Warfare's campaign, even though Kevin Spacey's a terrible person. He was really good as a villain in that game. Yeah. And then, like, I so, like, the two that stand out to me are, like, Modern Warfare 2's campaign um and like weirdly enough call of duty ghost <laughs> has a campaign like i pretty vividly remember um yeah. i think maybe i think maybe because it was like the first one on ps4 yeah so that's probably why it stands out in my head so much but <laughs> it's so funny that like people are like i'm just not gonna buy it. like i just don't see spending 70 dollars on a game that's just multiplayer which and I guess that kind of mindset's dying out a little now, especially with like the rise of like Fortnite. It's going to sound weird to compare Battlefield to Fortnite, but like with a game like Fortnite and like every game trying to get in on the battle pass craze now, I think people are like, eh, $70. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I, I feel like it is, but that's coming from somebody that plays a majority multiplayer games. Yeah. Like, uh, people say they'd prefer to have a good campaign uh, story mode over a good multiplayer, which, that's fine. I think it depends I, what game, I mean, what game it is, right? Yeah. Because, like, obviously, like, take Spider-Man, for instance. I would trade in the story for Spider-Man for multiplayer. That's fine. That is, cam I'm glad it's a, it is a single-player experience. But Battlefield... Like, I just, I don't see the argument for like, man, I wish they would like not take as much time on the multiplayer and folk and put a little bit of effort into a single player. And I just don't understand why you would want like a half-assed single player and a half-assed multiplayer when you can get like a really good multiplayer or in like the case of Spider-Man or like God of War, a really good single player. Yeah, I, when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, I'm a Battlefield veteran. I've been playing since Battlefield 3, which turned 10, I think, uh, either this month or next month. 
it's I love the series. I'm going to be playing this game. I know that a lot of people hated this beta, which surprised me because after the first day of me playing, I was like, oh my God, I love this. I'm going to go on Reddit and see the majority's opinion. I'm like, oh God, I made a mistake of going on Reddit. Nothing good there. And also on Reset Era as well, I keep seeing nothing but hate for it. And I'm like, I get the specialist point of view because I don't really care for the specialist myself, but everything else is just, these are small details that can be fixed and yeah. they will be fixed most likely. Yeah. Like, see, that's so funny that you have, cause like on my, I didn't go to reset era or Reddit for video game opinions. Cause no, but like in my circle on Twitter, like the people that I regularly talk to, Everybody on my side seemed to have a blast with it and like absolutely loved it and kind of, kind of echo what me and you thought. But it was like super, like it, it got me, it did the job of a beta. It didn't sell me on the game, but it made me more excited for the game. Cause like I came out of E3 and I think I speak for both of us here. I came out of E3 and I was like, that's a day one purchase. Like, that, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that, that looks crazy. And like just finally getting my hands on it and not even on the console I'm going to be playing it on. I'm like, yeah, like I'm, uh, I feel very good about my purchase now. I hate that it got delayed to the same week as Pokemon, but yeah, that's going to be a fucky thing. I don't know what I'm going to be doing that time frame. My, my thinking is because that's the week. That's the, also the weekend before Thanksgiving, just the heads up. Um, and then two weeks or three weeks or so later, Halo comes out. Yeah. And then Halo comes out. And then you're at Christmas, so everybody, I mean, you know, you usually, you know, even if you treat yourself or for Santa, you usually get a game or two for Christmas, and then video games just start coming out next year. Oh, God, I gotta, you know what, you're right, I gotta play Pokemon first. I'll play Pokemon first, and then at night, I'll, whenever I'm with friends, I'll yes. play the multiplayer. That That's gonna be mine. I'm gonna play Pokemon during the day when I can. And then at night, like I'll play battlefield with you and Winslow. Cause January has legends, Arceus and Elden ring, which I, those are two games that I'm massively hyped up for. Like these are like my most anticipated games right now. Yeah. And they come out at the first of the year. I I'm going to be poor. I'm yeah. poor already, but it's going to be even worse uh, this first half of the year. Someone's got to give. Something's got to give. It's I mean, I'm February. Sh- February is way too stacked. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to even remember what all comes out in February right now. God, I mean, I know, like I have a, a list. I like I can't pull anything from my brain because I'm I like. Yeah, I mean, even as recently as like four or five years ago, good like big games did not come out in January. It just never happened. Yeah, it, there's like one or two games that usually came out from uh, January to the beginning of March. Yeah, that were really good, but it was never. It not that many. It's usually not that many. Like uh, the last time I can think of was probably Resident Evil Seven, and then I, before I, that was Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, hold on. What year did Resident Evil Seven come out in? Uh, twenty seventeen. I think. Okay. Okay. So in 17, you would have had Resident Evil 7, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Breath of the Wild all in that 
first quarter of the year. Because remember, Breath of the Wild came out like two weeks after <laughs> Horizon. Oh, God, Horizon's next year. That th- That's in February. Okay, okay, okay. Here here we go. January, we got Elden Ring, Arceus, and then uh, Monster Hunter Rise coming to PC, which that's big for some people. And uh, February, uh, here's where the pain comes in. We got Dying Light 2 Stay Human, which I am so hurt that it got delayed, but you know what? Take your time, baby. We got Horizon Forbidden West. We got Saints Row. Uh, we got, oh my god, they got Dragon Quest Ten offline labeled here. I don't know if that's Japan's release only. Uh, it, it's currently just for Japan. Um, but who knows? Who know? I like it. Probably will get a U.S. release at some. I would think it would get a U.S. release at some point. Uh, but. You know, it's not that bad looking at it now, but it's still pretty bad. But also, like you skipped King of Fighters 15, uh, which I currently have pre-ordered. That's true. And then in March, you have uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. You have the Stranger, Stranger of, Paradise. of Paradise, which did you did you play the demo for that? The new demo for that? I play a little bit of it. Okay, it is incredible. I'm like sold on the. I, I'm so sold on Final Fantasy right now. Like, because I started Final Fantasy 14. I, I I I'm all the way in. Final Fantasy is a great series. I I prefer the single player stuff, but. Uh, I'm still very excited for Stranger of Paradise. Ninja Theory, Neo, amazing game. And then this pretty much plays like Neo, but slightly different. So I'm all in. Yeah. Like, I, I never knew, like, this was like a fun. I never even knew this was the type of game I wanted. I mean, it's essentially an isekai, but like, I guess more self aware. I don't know. Like, a dude just The listened- main character listens to Limp Biscuit, a song made specifically for Final Fantasy, made by Limp Biscuit. Yeah, like if that just doesn't. I don't even like Limbiscuit. I actively dislike their music, but it's badass that it's in a Final Fantasy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean that. Like, I can't think of anything like just more rad than just like you know what? We need to have a Final Fantasy original Limbiscuit song. Like after the last year and a half, like that's just something the world needs to heal. Is. and it's healing. It's slightly healing. It's infected, but we're getting there. <laughs> oh man, I, yeah, I'm so excited for that game. But yeah, Halo, Halo, super excited for. I'm glad you had fun with it. I am a little bitter that you got to play it and I didn't. Hey, but Battlefield got to be faster. I I don't even know why I didn't sign up for Waypoint when I sent y'all the link. Like yeah, because like we were in a game. I think we were playing Fortnite maybe, and you were just like, "I'm gonna sign up for this," and I was like, "Oh, send me that. I want to do it." And uh, you just didn't. And I yeah, did. I didn't sign up for it. I did send it. I just didn't sign up for it. Um, well, Cole, I greatly enjoyed talking to you today. Uh, hit me with those plugs. Oh, my name is Colt. Uh, I have a, this other podcast I've been doing for uh, 17 years. It's called the AYCH podcast. Check us out. All you can hear podcast. It's really cool. Uh, we got our Halloween month going on right now, and uh, I have cried a few times on air. And uh, should go check us out. Uh, my name's Colt. Follow me on Twitter, Colt D zero zero. 
and uh, let's just, just go, just have some fun. Play some Battlefield. Go play some Halo whenever it drops. Did you cry recently on the podcast? No, I was, I was fucking. I, I didn't really cry. Oh, that that would have been a good, good considering the episode that came out this week was like top fifty horror moments. I was like, yeah, what? I cried talking about the ridiculous six for four hours on the uh, the newest episode, <laughs> even though it was a horror list from two thousand and four that we were talking about. What what website was the list from? I haven't listened oh, to it. Oh shit! Oh my god! It was one of the. Oh my goodness! It was like uh like a reputable website. It was for the time frame two thousand and four. Yeah, I can't remember it off the top of my head. Well, anyways. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Tanner1495. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at The Late Takes. We're available on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all your favorite RSS feed catchers. Also, listen to the other uh, podcasts under the AYCH banner, Cajun Greatness, starring the one and the only Justin uh, and co-hosts Cannon, Jonathan, and Pat, where every week they talk about well, – you can't even say every week they talk about a Nicolas Cage movie because that doesn't no, happen every week. They just talk about whatever they want to. I, Justin fun. There, Justin and I recorded an episode because I'm trying to record a bunch of episodes right now, like before the wedding. And Justin and I recorded an episode that comes out next month. And we actually touched it on it a little where Justin was like, yeah, I think we've actually talked about Nicolas Cage less on the show than we have talked about him. So I I, I think like there's less than 50% Nicolas Cage content on the Nicolas Cage podcast, which I think is really funny. I wouldn't you, have any other show part of the AYCH network. Yeah, you can follow them on Twitter at Cajun Greatness. And uh, until next time, I'll catch you later. Bebo.